0: One of the key things that bring us all together as a profession is that every single one of us struggle with something. But what if you take your own personal struggle, maybe an autoimmune disease, and turn that into your message that leads you to becoming not only one of the most influential doctors in pharmacy, but in healthcare overall. And how to do that, how to take your struggle and turn that into your strength, that's exactly what we're going to uncover today in this episode of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear.
1: It's a day we through. It's a day we through. It's a day we
0: through. It's a day. So, guys i am really excited because i've been following this woman for several years and we just recently took a deeper dive into the behind the scenes type work uh, through zoom calls and everything else in the last few months and i just have such tremendous respect for what she's doing because she's really putting herself out there diving deep with her own personal story as a pharmacist but then diving deeper into nutrition autoimmune disease and really like so many different realms within pharmacy and healthcare care overall uh, through her own self-exploration but really as a place and space for others struggling with trying to figure this out like how do i manage this what do i do with this and it's created a community that is honestly one of the strongest that i have seen across social media and that's really the focus is how do you take what you're passionate about and create value for those you're looking to serve to create a community that feels heard, feels understood, and has that sort of support through a leader that is building their brand to help them just really have that confidence to dive deeper and find what they can do to dispense their full potential. So the woman that I'm talking about is none other other than the Dr. Donna Mazzola, founder of Dr. Autoimmune Girl. And guys, this woman is just absolutely extraordinary. Not only with the fact that literally she has more letters after her name than in her name because she's so specialized and just loves to dive deep, but she has a passion for really connecting with others, sifting through the crap that's out there and getting to the root of the science through research because that's her background in her role as a pharmacist to really help people in their journey so i could literally spend two or three podcast episodes going through her bio and why she's like overqualified to help people through her expertise but it's her passion and her story that i really want to focus on and share with you now so without further ado and overdoing my gum flapping i want to give a warm welcome to my good friend to the fit pharmacist healthcare podcast welcome to the show thank
1: you that was a Great intro.
0: (laughs) Hey, thanks. Yeah, I'm working on adding Hype Man to my resume. So maybe if I keep adding to that, I'll I'll get up to your level one day. (laughs) I love it. So for those of you who don't know you, and honestly, I feel like most people in pharmacy don't, which is why one reason I wanted to do this podcast, is I wanted to share, just have you just go through what led you into pharmacy, and then through that process, how you went from being a pharmacist to being focused on becoming your brand of Dr. Autoimmune Girl. And if you guys have ever heard of her or not heard of her, y'all need to go scope her Instagram because her aesthetic is just popping, but her impact is what's really exemplary. I think as of this recording, you've got like over 37,000 followers, but the engagement and the reshares, because people are so invested in what you're talking about, on that platform specifically, is what really fascinates me and what I really want you to share and uncover in your journey from pharmacist to doctor doctor autoimmune girl.
1: So yeah, so my journey and where we started. um, Well, why did I wanna be a pharmacist? To be honest, my dad's a pharmacist um, and chemistry was always one of my favorite subjects. And so it just felt like the right place. But even going through pharmacy school, I always knew that that wasn't going to be it. That wasn't going to be the end all. Um, in going through pharmacy school, I will say that, especially in chronic care, um, you know, the, the approach to medicine never sat right with me. Um, learning biochemistry and realize and pharmacology and seeing where these drugs block various pathways, that never sat right with me. Cause I'm like, well, what's the downstream effect of that? I mean, I've always questioned that. Um, and, you know, on all rotations in the inpatient, you know, I couldn't, doctors, I would say, well, what about this, this, and this? And no, no, we fixed what they came in for. They can follow up on that. Mm. So that never sat right with me. So my path took me through ambulatory care. I'll say that. Post pharmacy school, I uh, worked retail for about nine months, but I was in the process and planning to go back and do a residency. Um, that that kind of was balanced between ambulatory and inpatient care, always knowing that ambulatory care is where I wanted to focus. Um, and I spent about seven years in the ambulatory care practice. Providing medication therapy management, um, you know, and, and I moved along, kind of the the path there into leadership. Um, but in the time that I was doing medication therapy management, I realized, and it, and it was alarming to me how little people with chronic illnesses, diabetes, heart disease, COPD, knew about lifestyle management, and that was one thing I always tried to focus on. Um, And you know, when you hear a diabetic tell you they don't know what a carb is, it's like mind blowing. You know, you're like, wait, then this has to be like my path, my mission, like I need to help these people. And I focused on that, but I also realized that what I got back was very little. Um, So unfortunately, a lot of patients, um, and I would say the majority that I was speaking to, wanted to depend on the pill to make them better versus implementing lifestyle change so that was you know a little what that for me it was disheartening you know because i'm like but i want to help you the right way and we can actually get rid of this and you can get off a pill yeah but i want to eat my large pizza and i don't care and i have a pill that will take away all my problems and that was just the mentality and the mindset um so like i said i kind of you know stayed in the hospital system. Um, I I started to go back to school and get a degree in nutrition. Um, and this was back in 2010. And then I switched gears to get an MBA because it just aligned with kind of my career path at that time. Um, but then in 2015, when I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disorder, for those that don't know, you know, that's where I was shocked and blown away and thought, wait, this is taking me right back to where I started, yeah. to the why and the how this would happen, um, and really, how can lifestyle management impact that? And I was finding all kinds of information out there, and you know, that's where I started my learning—is just getting on and Googling and reading other people or getting on instagram and you just realize like wait we never learned any of this in school like we didn't even touch on it i mean we talked a little bit about lifestyle management that was incorporated into you know the jnc7 i don't know where they're at this time but when i was in school it was the jnc7 you know or you know lipid guidelines or whatever and it was it was very minimal um and so that's when i took upon myself to go back to school again (laughs) Um, and and I got a degree in not only nutrition, but functional medicine. And so I kind of feel like it was meant to be that I kind of stopped that path back in 2010, because this degree encompassed so much more. Um, and you know, my overarching mission is, is to create that balance between nutrition and medicine, because like I said, it's, I, everywhere I look, I find it to be two extremes. It's either conventional medicine. Or it's natural. 100%. Period. There's nothing in the middle. And like I said in my experience talking to patients, they don't want that. They still like that crutch of the medicine. And that's fine. But let's figure out how to balance it so that even though you're on that medicine, you know, it's you're able to balance your nutrients, you're able to understand what to eat, you know, what how you can thrive um, versus continuously allowing that disease to progress, you know, in shorter amounts of time. Like, Most diseases are gonna progress, but let's extend that progression. And that's kind of the way I look at, you know, lifestyle and disease management.
0: 100%. And guys, this is like the main area where Donna and I really connected because I, in my own personal journey, when I graduated pharmacy school in 2012, uh, you guys know, like through pharmacy school, I got into bodybuilding and then into nutrition as a certified nutrition consultant and so forth. I started to find the exact same thing. I started, you know, go to pharmacy conferences and I'd meet people who were all like, you know, pharmacy is the only way all that other stuff is hogwash. It's witchcraft, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, interesting. But then I was like, oh, what's this functional medicine thing? And I started to ask about people, you know, ask people who are specialized in this practice. And all I really heard from most people was, oh, big pharma is evil. All medicines are terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I started like, this is, you know, these are extremes. Like it's throw the baby out with the bathwater kind of thing. And I started to see like, there's a balance. Like, yes, medications definitely have a role in certain places. However, look back at pharmacy school. And this is where the fit pharmacist was founded on. Every single disease state we learned when you looked at treatment protocols, Diet and exercise or diet lifestyle modifications is a part of every single disease state management, every single one. And we have a lot to cover in pharmacy school. That stuff was not one of them. So I started to see that while medications definitely have a place and the evidence you know backs that up time and time again, there's also a place for diet and exercise. It's not to throw all your pills away and disregard your doctor's advice and do your own thing and go out to Bali and have a awakening. But it's also not to go all in on pill popping and just disregard diet and exercise. There's a balance, there's a time and place, and it's an individualized approach that needs to be discussed with your prescriber and doctor. So whenever I started to see the content that Donna was putting out and had a call with her, just asking her, you know, what, how do you practice? What are your beliefs and stuff? I was like, you get it. <laughs> like there's a balance, it's not, it's not one extreme or the other. And I think what's fascinating with her is she started to have this self-discovery process. And, and similar to me, you get these enlightened, enlightened like answers, but as we know, answers tend to lead to more questions. And instead of just becoming Dr. Google, she took a deep dive. And just a quick overview, just to like let you know how legit this, this woman is. 2006, she graduated with a doctor of pharmacy from Ferris State University. She then went and got a PGY-1 residency after in the workforce in retail for, I think, about nine months. Then went back and got a residency from Detroit Medical Center. She then went and got a master's in business administration, because that was her intended career path at the time, from Central Michigan University. Through her diagnosis at that, in that year with Hashimoto's, she started to get a lot of more questions from the answers she was finding. So took an even deeper dive this year, the infamous 2020, and got a master's in human nutrition and functional medicine from University of Western States. So this woman ain't no slouch. She's not like you know going on Google and regurgitating stuff. She's taking a deep dive. She's literally going back to school to learn from the experts. What does the data say? Not opinions, but what is the research? Where are the outcomes from the implementations? And that's what I find so fascinating is she's putting in this practice to find that and it's rooted on her mission. And Donna, I I just wanna say like, congrats, like wow, on the progress and just doing it, I guess the right way if there is a right or wrong way, but I just have tremendous respect that you put yourself through these trials of finding the data and the really the, the real talk implementation on what these things are to help not only yourself, but those who are struggling with this and feel lost. Because guys, if you go on Google or anywhere, PubMed even, and you search research, like there's so much information. One says do this, one says do that. One says if you do that, this will cause that. And they're conflicting. So it leads not only providers, but especially patients into this confusion of I don't know what to do. There's so much information it actually leads me to confusion. And that's kind of where Donna came in, is taking the data, the real science, and simplifying it to how can you take what is proven and simplify it so that it can actually be put into practice in a practical way. And I think that's part of what your brand really thrives on and why your community is so strong. So can you just kind of give us an insight into so I, I kind of summarized all the awesomeness that you went through into a condensed version, all right? But what I really want to shift to is, so, so we went through all the process that you, you've been going through, okay? And now you're starting to dive into this content and you're starting to get these like aha moments and you're talking with people casually and you see the impact of the information you're learning, not only on yourself, but in helping others who are struggling with finding what do I do next? What's not only the next step, but what's the first step in understanding what's going on so that I can have a better informed conversation with my healthcare provider so that I can ask the right questions to lead me to the answers that will help me the most. So, in that process, you started to share content and you started to inadvertently create your own personal brand, Dr. Autoimmune Girl. So can you just kind of like share how you started with that process in in creating that and, and where that actually came to be?
1: Yeah, so honestly, it was I went back to school and I'll say at the exact, not really actually, I started in March and of 2018 and then I in school and then i started my page i remember it was like july 4th of 2018 and it was three months later after i'm doing all this learning and i have tons of information um and i'm like gosh if this were me i would love to have it shared and like i said the reason i went into it is because it was hard to find reputable information and so much of what's out there is opinion and yeah that's the one thing i do not do i don't give my opinion i'll share my personal story um, and what I do, but I provide just data back, scientific information. And so I thought, well, let me just create a page and start sharing. And so I did, and I, I guess you could say the rest is history, but really what I found is when I talk about my previous experience doing MTM and trying to engage people in lifestyle, and like I said, majority were just not interested, using social media as a platform where you your followers are going to be those that are interested so that gives you that sense of you know accomplishment and yes i'm really impacting way more people and i'm doing it so much easier right i'm providing information and the right people are getting it that want it yeah you know you can't force people but we can start to direct them in the right direction and maybe somebody who's you know considering change comes across your page and starts following and you know that slowly a baby steps starts to make that change and, and create that balance so that's why i found social media is such a great platform to do that because unfortunately while i want everybody to be like me you know you're not going to have that so if you can put it out there in the public domain and allow people to come to you versus you going to people um you know there's much more reward in that for both sides
0: 100 percent. and guys there's such a huge lesson here for for I'm, I'm trying to condense this because I just got so many kind of like yes 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 from what you were saying Donna and the first thing is it, it, so social media we want followers we want likes we want to be known da 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 it, it's not necessarily followers but who your followers are so if you've got followers in all these different areas and you're putting out content it's it's going to jive with some and not with others all right so that that's the first thing but where I really wanna go with this point that you brought up so that you guys can really understand this is the importance of being focused on what your brand is about. So all of us have a lot of passions. I mean, Donna and I talking, we've got lots of awesome passions. We've got fitness, we've got nutrition, we've got cooking, we've got pharmacy, like all the stuff. And if we posted about all that stuff, you'd have all these random people pretty much. And if you posted something on nutrition, and some of your followers were pharmacy and had zero interest in that, they wouldn't listen. They would go somewhere else or they'd be like, who's this? So there is so much value in staying consistent. And and I say this all the time, staying in your lane, your one thing of expertise that is going to grow your tribe because it's going to build trust and consistency through that process. It's so essential to do this guys. And, And the number one thing that I, find people falling into, whether you're a pharmacy student or a pharmacist, with people that I speak to and work th- work with through the Script Your Brand Mastermind, is that, Adam, I have so many interests, I can't pick just one. That's what I help people to identify, is yes, you have interests, and I'm not saying ignore them, but what's the one thing you can focus on to be known for that one area of expertise? Because here is why, and it's exactly what Don is saying. If you are focused in that lane, the people that aren't about what you're delivering and the content and the hours you're putting behind, creating that behind the scenes, if they're about that, they're gonna stick around and engage and you're going to build a strong community. If that's not what they're about, they're gonna dip out and now you're not gonna be wasting your time trying to help people that don't wanna hear what you're saying. And how many times have you guys seen this in your pharmacy practice? Whether you're a community pharmacist like me, whether you're in a residency or even in pharmacy school, you're passionate about nutrition and, you know, quote, doing the right thing, but you're trying to talk to people that have no interest in that. I got that awakening really quick in my practice, just asking questions about lifestyle. And just like Donna said, that's what I have found most of the time. I don't want to. It's too overwhelming. I don't want to exercise. I don't want, I want my pizza. And if it means me taking two pills to counteract it, so be it because I like it that much. So that's the value of having a brand that is focused on your one lane. And that's a process identifying that. But when you do that, again, you're going to help those who want to hear it, but you're going to kind of filter out the people that don't want to resonate with that message. And this can be frustrating for a lot of people because they have those other interests and they want to do the other things they're passionate about but staying focused can be challenging. Without a doubt, the number one source of stress and anxiety when it comes to building your personal brand has to do with content. And I'm talking about all the things, when to post, how to post, what platforms are gonna be best for your content, your hard work to take off. What is your audience looking for? Where are they hanging out? What sort of strategy do you need in order to take your passion and turn that into purpose, helping other people achieve their goals? If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed out and like there's so much to do and know that it's not even worth the anxiety, stop because this was me years ago and I have helped so many people across the world build their personal brand using the clarity and confidence from what I have developed and sharing with you now. This is your 2021 personal brand content calendar. I've spent the last several months creating this for you. And guess what? It's totally free. It's a resource to help you get your wheels in alignment so that you can take all of your passion and skills and get centered on your focus to building your brand. If you want a copy, go to thefitpharmacist.com slash content calendar to get yours today. This is the resource you've been looking for to allow you to dispense your full potential and the confusion on content and get started to script your brand. And Donna, that's kind of what I want to ask you about, because I know you have a lot of interest. You're a very passionate and clearly driven woman on what you're looking to really grow and develop with yourself for the benefit of others. So when you started Dr. Autoimmune girl, Was that a challenge for you? Or did you know like, I'm just gonna be talking about this one thing. Like what did that sort of content creation process look like for you?
1: Yeah, so I was learning about functional medicine and nutrition, but I was personally struggling with autoimmune disease. So that's really kind of like, I just exploded the two together. And at first when I started to be honest, my page was autoimmune girl. Um, and then after a few months, I'm like, wait, you know what? I need to use my credentials and show that I'm reputable, yep. so that's when it changed to Dr. Autoimmune Girl, um, you know to demonstrate those credentials. And I think that's important, right? Like yes. it, you're out there and that there's a lot of people talking about these things and you have those credentials, show them and show them up front. Like don't force people to try to dig for it. Yep. So for me, I'm like, okay, you know what? There's a lot of people talking about nutrition there's also a lot of people talking functional medicine, naturopathic medicine, integrated medicine, like what's gonna make me stand out. I'm gonna focus my audience and my handle. And some people were like, well, you're, you're minimizing it. Like you're only, now only people with autoimmune disease are gonna follow you. I'm like, yeah, Do you know how many people have autoimmune diseases. Like that's like, that's the epidemic going on in the world. Um, and so that's that was my thought is, okay, I'm gonna, Who's my audience is gonna be defined in my handle. So if you're looking for me, then that's you know that's who the audience is. Then the content it it can at that point can be anything related to that. But then how does it so exercise? Yeah, autoimmune disease people with autoimmune disease need to exercise. What kind of exercise? What helps them? Nutrition, okay, what foods should they eat? Should they not eat? Supplements, what should they be taking? Should they not be taking, you know, d- toxins? I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Immune, overall just immune health, right? Like if you're a doctor autoimmune girl, you better know that and you should be sharing that stuff. And so I felt like defining my niche in the top, you know, and I just looked at it as kind of like this pyramid down. So. This is who it is. And now I can put whatever I want under there because my followers know what they're gonna get. And, you know, maybe I could get more if it wasn't so focused, but that's not, that wasn't the point. Um, but I'll tell you there, I mean, like I said, I, I think almost everybody has an autoimmune disease. Like, that's just like my opinion on it. So I'm like, you know what? And if people are struggling or even people that can't figure out what's wrong with them, um, you know, I found that those same people are coming into my page and they're reading and they're learning and they're getting empowered and they're getting better. I mean, the amount of messages I give people who, hey, I did this one thing that you suggested and I can't believe, you know, the impact that it had. And it's when you start sharing that information. Um, like I said, it can be that that's how you have to, like you said, stay in your lane, right. You've got to find your path, find your audience. And once you do that and then you start kind of sharing out that information, um, it just, it grows on its own. There, There wasn't any, you know, magic button that I pushed to gain more followers or to get more likes or to increase the engagement. But I will say like following the data that's provided in social media and truly understanding what does the audience want What is missing out there? And you gotta study that stuff. And that's how you create content. I I mean, I might wanna share something that I want people to hear, but if they don't care about it, you know? And so I realize that like, I'll put something out there on whatever topic and I'm like, ah, nobody really cares about this. All right, we'll just put that to the bottom of the pile. But people are really focused on probiotics and this. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna do some more research here because it's clear that's what people want. And so really just, studying your page and studying the analytics, like data is so important, you know, in every aspect. And if you know how to, you know, sift through it, it can, you know, be, create a lot of success, right? For your, for what you're trying to do on social media.
0: 100% and there's two things again that you said that I just want to like unearth from that. So the first is something called skill transfer. And this is like a breakthrough that I work through with everyone that I help build their brand. And that's, so your, your background, your, your passion in pharmacy is research. Like that's what you're really good at. You love the studies and everything else. You look at the data to help people get the outcomes. That's what you're, you, you have got literally degrees in this, right? So then you go to social media and guess what? There's data. So you're already good. You already have that proven track record in pharmacy. It's translating that to this new place, social media and using that interpretation of data to drive what you're doing to lead to the outcomes of growing your community and, and everything else. So that's the first thing is, it's not necessarily reinventing the wheel, but looking at what are you already good at in that area or whatever area of your life, and how can you take that skill and transfer it to your new goal? So that's what one thing that you're doing so incredibly well. The other is something that's so important and it's, I said, stay in your lane, but it's really you, what lens are you using for your personal brand? So think about this and I'm not a photographer, but my dad actually is. And I have some friends, actually some pharmacy people who are professional photographers, that's their thing. So Mm -hmm. when you have a camera, you're literally not able to put more than one lens on the camera. You have to pick, a different lens to put on your camera depending on what you're looking to shoot. Is it long distance? Is it something that requires bright light, something else? When you put that lens on the camera, it's focusing on one objective. Now with that objective, you have different things that you see. You can see people, you can see buildings, you can see animals, whatever. But all of that is filtered through that one lens and that's exactly what a personal brand is about you have the lens for in your case of autoimmune diseases that's the lens you're looking through but on the other side of that lens you might have nutrition exercise medications supplements but all of those things are tied to that lens filter for your personal brand that's exactly the, the thing you guys need to identify What is the one lens that you're looking to do? Because if you try to put two lenses on the camera, it's not gonna work. Literally, it will not go on the camera and you'll have a camera with no lens. And then you're not gonna see nothing. You're not gonna see no results. You're not gonna see any pictures. You see the analogy here. So choosing that one lens and staying with that is so essential in the foundation of your personal brand. So I'm really glad that you said that. And if you guys look at her content, just scroll through her page, every single post you can say like this relates to autoimmune disease this relates this relates this relates this relates they're different flavors or pictures if you will actually yep. exactly literally pictures <laughs> but all of those pictures tie back to the lens of autoimmune disease yep. so essential and when here's another so a third thing with this once you get that concept and you start doing that consistently people that find your page going to say all right i know what this woman's about that's going to build trust and when people have trust when they understand and can clearly see what you're about they're going to stick around and they're going to say this is about autoimmune disease this is my interest this is a place i want to be this is a space i want to engage with and that is how you build a community so mad props what you're doing and i challenge you guys go check her out dr autoimmune girl at instagram Go look at it. Go do the lens test. We'll call it the lens test. Yeah,
1: there
0: you go. Just created that in the middle. I
1: love that. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Because, like you said, like yeah, I have so many interests, but how can I tie them all together? I can relate them to autoimmune disease, but the reality is, they can. Anybody can really follow it. It's just, it's it's just following a overall healthy lifestyle. Yeah, there may be some things that don't apply, but really. I mean, I try to make it in the sense where it can apply to autoimmune disease, but if you don't have one, it can apply to you too. Um, And so that's another, you know, kind of, I guess, an art (laughs) that you have to kind of figure out how to do that.
0: Absolutely. And I want to speak to the listeners or if you're watching this on YouTube, I want to speak to those who are like trying to build their personal brand or they thought about it and not sure where to start and hands down every single person. That I've ever talked to on a Zoom call that I have as a client or that DM me on Instagram, all of them have struggled with this thing of I can't pick just one thing, or I don't know which one to go all in, all in on. And that can be that can be troublesome with creating your personal brand and creating content. So that's actually where I want to focus on right now is you didn't start this yesterday. You've been at this, your page, your brand for a couple years now. Yeah. So what I want to invite you to share is We talked about that thing being a struggle of identifying what your lens is with your personal brand. But what are some of the struggles and obstacles that you personally have faced or like struggled with in creating your brand and the content of Dr. Autoimmune Girl that you can kind of give voice to for people either looking to start their brand or they're trying to build it and they feel like they're stuck.
1: Yeah, so I think the number one most important thing is to come from a place of passion. um, Because it shows I've learned that I mean, people know, people know when you're sharing something, you know, out of a place of passion versus just because you're trying to create something just to create it. You know, I've had people ask me and, you know, hey, I'm into nutrition, I think I'm just going to create this page and it went nowhere and it just was stale because it was like, what are you creating it for? Oh, I'm, I want to create a coaching program and make all this money. And And that's one thing that I found is um, I've talked to a lot of people who, well, I'm trying to do it to create a brand to make money. Well, if money is your end game you know, I kind of don't know what to tell you, because that's that's not how it's gonna grow organically. Um, And I think that if you start with passion, everything else will follow. Um, And that's my number one always, you know, kind of advice that I give. Um, The second thing is like, pharmacists are following here. You guys are the ones listening. You guys are scientists, Um, so be reputable right? That's the one thing for me that I found. And that was really my struggle when I was out there looking for things. And I get so agitated and irritated when I see people with autoimmune disease reading a post that's just written by whatever. And it's just a bunch of points made. There's no reference to it. It's clearly all opinion. And people are like, oh, I love this. I'm going to start doing it too. And I'm like, no, that's not how we treat disease. That's not how we... You know, so, you know, I don't know, my, my personal thoughts are don't provide your personal opinion, be reputable, be scientific, you know, if that's the approach you're going with um, and avoid controversy as much as you can. That's another one for me. So I've found that, yes, if you get controversial, you will grow real quick, but you take away from reputability. And yes. so to me, I prefer reputable versus controversial. Um, And so I avoid it at all costs and I avoid those kinds of topics. Um, But there's people really successful out there that are all about controversy but that's up to you, right. Um, And then the other thing is to be consistent. That's, and not just consistent with your message and consistent with what you're sharing, but just being consistently on there, right. You can't, you can't be present 50% of the time and think it's gonna go anywhere you know you have to be consistent with when you share your content how you share your content um you know your audience is expecting it they're waiting for it and so you want to continuously be present to be on their feed to be in their stories so that you're not forgotten i mean there's a billion people on instagram and if that's the platform that you're utilizing and you're not consistently out there you're just going to get washed away and the next person who is is going to then go to the top of that feed for people so um yeah that's my thing is be passionate be reputable be consistent those three um that's those are the three things that i've stuck to i i mean i never thought my page would grow to where it's at but i share what i'm passionate about i share my personal struggles my personal stories people connect with that i think that's another one i'll add be personal because people connect with the real person. When I first started, I was only sharing like pictures of food or things. And um, I had like a, a coach that was like, you need to put yourself. I am like, well, "I don't wanna put myself on there. Like, it, that's just not me. I'm not gonna post pictures of me. Yeah, but people don't know who you are. And when you post a picture of you and you talk about you and you talk about you, they're gonna connect with that. And so I realized when I started doing that, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, yep. now people are seeing, people know who I am, people connect with who I am. So um, so yeah, like there's a lot that goes into it, but I think you also have to, it's like trial and error. You have to just see what sticks. You gotta throw it out there, see what sticks and whatever sticks kind of like put it in the stick pile and then whatever doesn't just throw it out, you know, and and keep growing with that. and and. And keep at it, you know? It's a lot of work, not gonna lie. Um, it doesn't come easy, but it it will never feel like work if it's your passion. And and so people tell me all the time, where do you have time for your blog? I'm like, I don't know, I make time because I that's the end of the day, that's what I that's my passion. That's what I really like to do. That's that brings me happiness. So I do it and and the results then follow, right?
0: So many gems with that. And and I'm gonna talk of what you said last first and you said it doesn't feel like work and, and I want to address one of the biggest loads of crap that people hear is oh do what you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life well though so no <laughs> but you have work is required no doubt the difference is it won't feel like work works required and we're talking like working before your day job and after and, and people think like you're nuts but that's what, what's required it won't just won't feel like quote, just a job or quote, just work. But all those points that you said, Donna, come back to one theme, trust. And this is what I'm going to call. So there's a lot of things that are being created through this podcast. And what I want you guys to think and, and implement on yourself is I'm going to call it the trust test. And, and it's this, would you follow you? Think about that. If you were someone looking to follow accounts or you're on social media and you came across your page, would you follow you? Is the person, you, that you're looking at on social, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, whatever, are they being genuine? Are they actually being true to themselves? Are they owning what they're about? So controversy might not be a good or bad thing, but it can't be something you kind of dabble in. You got to either be like, again, stay in your lane. Are you going to be that controversial person that just brings up topics and you just debate all the time? Mm -hmm. I know some people like that. That are extremely successful in the fitness industry. One of the original mentors that I started to follow. He's so controversial. I don't even follow him anymore. Because that's not, I just can't resonate with that, but that's what he's known for because he owned that. And he said, I'm a controversial person. I'm going to call out the people that blah, blah, blah. And that's his thing. He loves it. Good for him. But that doesn't resonate with me. You've got to realize that you've got to own it. And if you're going to be controversial, that's kind of Pandora's box. You're going to be in that lane and people are going to say, all right, I know I can be this way with this person. You need to look at who you're going to engage with and that sort of lane that you're going to stay in. And it all comes down to trust. And again, if you're being consistent, the page that you're looking at, one of the things that you guys probably look at, if you see a page and you see a piece of content that's like fire, probably one of the first things you do is scroll through their feed and say, You know, are they posting consistently? You guys know you do this, all right? Because whether you realize it or not, the reason is can you trust this person? Can you trust this account? And again, people do not want to engage with corporate. They don't. They wanna engage with people. That's what they want to engage with. And that's probably what you saw once you started sharing who you are not just graphs or data, but showing snippets of you going through the motions or sharing an emotional thing or whatever it is, your face, people resonate with that. And I have heard that from literally every single branding expert in the world, including myself, if you wanna put me in there, whatever. But seriously, every single conference I've been to, they look at, and and have ha- I've been to conferences before of over 10,000 people. And if you guys have ever heard of Ty Lopez, I heard him speak, like he's one of the viral OG branding people, all right? Love him or hate him. He's good at what he does. And I was at a conference in Vegas uh, three years ago. And he said, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to break down. If you think your website's good, I'm going to put it on this big screen in in front of 10,000 people and analyze whether it's good or trash, who thinks they have a great website. And people just called out their website. He put it on the big screen. And immediately it came up and he's like, it's garbage. It's a company. It's not a person. People don't like it next. That's literally the first thing he said. If your face is not one of the first things people say on your website, they won't be able to resonate with you. Whether people recognize that consciously or subconsciously, they want to engage with a person. They're fed up with the corporate crap. They want yeah. to know people. So while that's that, like that's free advice, like that conference was not cheap or free. So I'm bringing this to you guys. Are you sharing who you are in your content? It's so important because it comes back to that one theme, trust. So important. Like you said on a consistency that builds trust. That's one part of it. Oh, so much (laughs) fire. Oh guys, seriously, the, the stuff that she puts, put everything we're saying, she is, she's practicing what we're preaching here. And that's why I wanted to have her on the podcast to show you, like I can talk to them blue in the face and you guys see it in my content, but I want to show you this works in multiple different niches. These concepts apply and are effective across many different platforms. Pharmacy is her root. She's in a different space. But again, those concepts work because when you work the plan, the plan works. And I think that's something that is easy to, simple to hear, but not easy to consistently put into practice because like we said, work is required. But once you find your passion, it just won't feel like work. It won't feel like a job, but have no doubt there is hours required. Yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice. I mean, we've had calls what, till 1 a.m. before I
1: mean <laughs> Yeah. I mean that's what it is. Is it's not gonna feel like work, but you gotta work. Right. And and yeah. that's the thing is those three, four hours into the late hour after you put your kids to sleep or whatever it is. You know, everybody else might look at you like you're nuts, but you're like, no, but I love it. So it it won't feel like it. But like you said, you absolutely have to put in the time, the time and the effort and it, and then it shows um, and people can see that. And it, yeah, as cliche as that might sound. It's the truth. At the end of the day, that is
0: the reality 100% so you shared some phenomenal tips uh, that so I, I 100% agree with because they're all true and I, I do them as well. And I see like, guys, this stuff works. There's no magic formula. There's no like special hashtag. Y'all mm-hmm. need to, yeah, you guys need to put in the work at the end of the day. That's what it's required. But if you follow these templates, these concepts and work them, they will work for you. So Donna, with all that said, is there any other advice, any other tips that you want to share with people that you've learned that are looking to build their personal brand and they're they're, they're they're doing the things they feel, but they're just not seeing the result that they expect. Is there any sort of advice that you have, just final tips or thoughts that you wanna throw out there? If not, that's okay.
1: Well, I would just say stick with it. It takes time. Um, you know, people want to see results overnight and you know, that's just not gonna happen. Um, I mean, I've seen people grow that are in the same niche as me a little bit quicker, but they chose to be controversial. They choose to be opinionated. That's fine. Um, and don't look at other people. you right? just focus on yourself. And I think like that Unfortunately, because we're like so connected. It's good and bad. And you know, you start comparing yourself to others who may be doing better or in your mind, you know, they're doing better, but you don't know. I mean, some people are not, um, you know, it, it's it's not real, maybe, you know, I mean, like, I, I know some people who like maybe buy followers or buy likes or do this and just to grow just for that image, like, so ignore all that, you know, just focus on yourself, focus on what you're trying to grow. Um, and if you see you kind of hit a bump in the road, look at the data, analyze it, take a step back, re you know, kind of configure. Okay. What am I sharing? What do people want? What is my goal? What is my mission? You know, and and reevaluate yourself over and over and over. Um, I've changed the aesthetic of my page multiple times until finally now I feel like, oh, now I really like it. Who knows? In a few months I might get sick of it and change it again um, because people get bored, and that's just reality. Like so. So yeah, I mean. That's, those are, I think my, the last like final parting thoughts, I think is, you know, don't compare yourself to others, just focus on you. Um, and if y- you have a goal in mind, you'll get there. Just work hard.
0: Stellar advice, guys. Comparison literally is the thief of joy. And I promise you, you would be amazed at how many people are smiling for the camera, but dying behind the scenes. It is mind blowing. And I like I know this, but I still, get surprised when I go to events and conferences and see these, quote, awesome pages, but then see the person behind them and get to know them. And I'm like, wait, those don't compute. Like, wait, what? Like, it's it's real talk. And we all go through struggles, but you have to focus and stay in your lane. You can't be distracted and start comparing yourself. And, and again, it's good to have goals and strive for things, but don't get trapped in that. You need to stay and work the plan and look at how far you've come from when you started so if you want to compare compare yourself with your progress there you go so comparison might not always be bad but you need to really look at how deep you're diving into that but donna excellent parting thoughts again applauding rooting like nodding my head i think i need maybe some flex reel from all this head nod i don't know <laughs>
1: we are on the same page
0: yeah yeah but uh no guys seriously you need to be following this woman she's absolutely incredible go send her a dm for support share this podcast and tag her because she's doing some excellent work uh, not only for pharmacy but for those who are struggling with autoimmune disorders to give them real advice from a qualified practitioner to at least ask the right questions so that they can have a better relationship with their healthcare provider managing that so that they can get to a better place to manage and live their best life so donna where can people best connect with you? Where are your social media handles? How can they get in contact with you and your amazing journey? Yeah, so
1: I have both Instagram and Facebook. um, Handle is at Dr. Autoimmune Girl. Um, You can also find me on my website, drautoimmunegirl.com. Sign up for mailing lists. I'm actually creating a autoimmune news newsletter um, that will come out monthly and just kind of give the highlights of the science that's out there and the new data and research and so um so yeah connect with me there send me an email send me a dm i'm happy to help and even if it's not related to health and wellness again if it's about personal branding shoot me a message um, i'm always happy to help
0: Love well, it, guys all of those handles emails all of those links will be in the show notes below so that you can easily connect with Donna, follow her journey and just give, give her some likes and follows. Cause I mean, seriously, it's really good content for real. And it's all, uh, I'm like, I look at some of your posts. I'm like, wow. I I just see the hours behind the scenes. I know know that process. And I'm just like impressive. (laughs) So yeah, man, uh, this has been a treat. So again, I just want to acknowledge you for all the incredible work you're doing for your niche and for for sharing that. I mean, it's not easy to put yourself out there and you just continue to grow and I see the consistent evolution and I think it's extraordinary. Uh, So I just want to acknowledge you and say thank you for the awesome work that you are doing because it's awesome. Thank you. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast signing off with the Dr. Autoimmune Girl. Go forth, be great, dispense your full potential and script your brand. I see my victory so clear. See my be so clear It's a day We break through It's a day We break through It's a day We break through It's a day